0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Cover to Cover, Unpacking the Intimate God. We are here with Pastor Alan Craft, the author of uh, The Intimate God, and KJ Tenza. I am Jenny. I've got to be good about introducing myself as well. So um, we are excited today because today uh, we are kind of going into prayer. And thats it's funny, it sounds like a simple thing, right? Like, this, But it's so much bigger and deeper than that.
1: Yeah, I think it... It, it Right. There's so much to it. And I do think when you think about spiritual practices, people sort of automatically yes. think about prayer um, and there are so many facets to it. And so, um, yeah, it'll be fun to kind of talk Go about it. how uh, we're encouraging people to approach uh, prayer.
0: Yeah. I, and I'll, I would love to just kind of start off with kind of the meat of this chapter and talking about the Lord's Prayer and using that kind of as this guide and everything. And I'd love for you to unpack that and... Yeah, your thoughts and...
1: Yeah, yeah. that was really a turning point for me, a significant um, pivot point for me in my prayer life um, where I was spending time with a, a pastor friend. We were on our way to a retreat and he's a, a guy I really look up to in terms of um, <clears throat> his relationship with the Lord and his prayerfulness. Um, he was one of those um, just, I don't know, deep, Uh, I I don't know how to just a spiritually deep person. Mm -hmm. He's gone to be with the Lord now, but um, just an amazing guy and such a prayerful guy. And I asked him kind of what, what was most significant for him in Mm -hmm. his journey of prayer? What was most helpful? And I thought he would give some book or some resource, but he basically said it was when he started praying through the Lord's prayer as a pattern for praying, not just, okay, I'm going to recite the Lord's Prayer. You know, in church, we're going to memorize it. Which we do, it. right, when right. growing up.
0: And, exactly,
1: yeah. um, which is fine. But I think what he opened my eyes to is this idea that in the Lord's Prayer, we see these six areas, however you divide it up, but I have six areas that Jesus thought were valuable enough when he's teaching us how to pray pray this way, this is how you should pray. And so that um, starting to pray that way, where I just use that as the pattern for my prayer, um, that just became transformative for me. And um, yeah, so I was um, happy to, uh, excited to be able to share some of those things in this chapter and invite people into a similar kind of experience. And I was was thinking, though, um, for the sake of context, the thing that you're talking
2: about is a personal prayer time.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm.
2: It it isn't praying for food that that you ought to pattern it uh, from this or public corporate prayers or things like that. There's tons of different types of prayers that are out there. And different purposes and experiences, but the thing that you are specifically talking about is in the quiet times that I have. Here's how I pattern prayer as kind of a guideline, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. yeah. What do
1: you mean praying for food? Uh, uh, like, so, so, like
2: um, provision. Like so, if someone's going to um, pray before they eat. Oh, I see and like thinking about all the different types of prayers that people have throughout their daily experience mm, and right. so Got to it. summarize right. here's prayer and it's like well this is our our personal here's how i'm going to go down and experience god and yeah so that's it
1: yeah the yeah. reason i ask is because in the prayer there is a there's the, a the provision. Yes. absolutely yes <laughs> and so that's why i, yeah. I, really I want to make sit sure on i understand that one <laughs> but i think what it does yeah. is Right. There are so many facets to prayer, even beyond the Lord's Prayer. But the Lord's Prayer really does encapsulate the many, uh, many aspects of prayer. So there's an aspect of praise that is a part of prayer where we're right. really focusing on who God is and we're praising him. There's also a part of prayer where we're asking for our daily needs, mm-hmm. right? There's another part of prayer where we're asking for forgiveness and we're forgiving people. And so what I love about the Lord's prayer is when you begin to unpack it, there is so much there. Yep. And it so often people just view prayer as um, basically just I'm going to pray for my needs or I'm going to pray right. for someone else. It's all Asking God for things, which is a part of prayer, but Jesus then broadens it, this whole buffet of of aspects of prayer that we can regularly bring into our lives. And I think that's what makes it so powerful. Otherwise, we just tend to focus on, we default to praying for our needs for 30 seconds. I'm just going to pray for my needs, or I'm going to just pray for my family, and then or I'm done. praying
2: and, for the things that you feel comfortable in praying for it. Right. right. Like there are people that all they do is they say they're sorry and mm. ask for forgiveness yep. and that that's the only time they pray is when they feel like they've done something wrong. Right. right. And so, so the Lord's prayer, it, it kind of is a holistic approach and
0: to the heart of God saying, bring focus. it all.
2: I want it all. Ask yes. me, praise me. Mm. Um, Ask for yeah. grace. I want to give you grace. You know, I want to, I'm your father,
1: you know? Yeah, it's sort of like going to a salad bar or going to a big food buffet and you only take one thing every time and there's so much more right. to enjoy. It's, it's like the Lord's Prayer almost invites us into a breadth of prayer experience that's yep. way beyond what we tip, our, our familiar places or our default places. And it gives you
2: practice praying things you don't typically pray. Right. Right? Like so if somebody goes to God typically during times that they feel like they've they've sinned or done something wrong, but then they're invited into times of praise and proclaiming his holiness. How is that going to shift how they experience f- <laughs> forgiveness and grace? Like uh-huh. there's there's so many aspects t- to this. It's it's so exciting to talk about. Yeah.
0: I like too how you talk about it that it's not this like, you know, rigid ritual kind of thing right. that you need to go into. And I think in my own personal experience, I like, I do really, really like how it's, it's shifted the perspective because I'm right there with you, KJ, where it's like you can get very focused on one thing or this, I go to Jesus with this all the time, you know, kind of thing. And I love that there is flexibility in sometimes you stay on purpose for a while and sometimes then you go to protection. And those are the two areas, you know, but they can also build on each other. Yep. And and there's just a lot of fluidity to that.
1: Yeah, but with a within a, a bigger framework. Yes. Um yeah, I, I agree. I think that's um I wanted people to hear in as they're interacting with this material, I wanted them to, in the exercise, to try to do it in a sense the way yes, I'm describing absolutely. it, but also to realize that this can be adapted. There may be times, right, where I'm really focused on purpose. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm focused on provision, something I really need um, during a particular prayer time. But over the course of time, I think the Lord's Prayer shows us what Jesus values in prayer and the things that he wants us to be growing in, in the breadth of our prayer life. Doesn't mean that every time I pray, I have to go through all six of these, um, but it gives us a, a framework. You were you were mentioning something earlier about how you have kind of adapted it even beyond uh, individual days. What what does that look
2: like? Yeah, I think how I'm I'm built. I always take the tiniest things and I turn them into something huge. Like that's how 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 like God has built me. And so the idea of going th- through all six in a hour practice, I I can't. Do it. Like it's just not feasible Mm. if I'm actually praying. And so um, the thing I tried to do is for each prayer practice that I have, it's to pick one of them and to really go deep. Like, so so if I am praying for for God's kingdom to come, I mean that's daunting. Mm. If I'm thinking about so I'm gonna begin like thinking about God's kingdom come in my own heart, then in my family, and then in <laughs> then in my city, and then I start thinking about the, the the people at the kids' school and their friends and their families, and the the kings, and, and then I'm thinking about the state and the country and politicians, and and then then I'll think about like sporting events and the different people who. Play the sporting like and and then it just grows and grows and grows mm. and then I will at some point I will end up thinking about heaven and like bring it you know but that takes like a whole hour for me to get there um, I'm somebody that if I think about I have to do all six then I'll hurry through mm. them and I don't think that Jesus is in a hurry. That's been like something else. He's not in a hurry. I don't have to put the bow on at the end. Um, He will be there. And I am going to come back. And I, I think that's the value of having this ongoing journey. It isn't something you're just trying out. It's something you're becoming as a person of prayer and these patterns cycle you through. And so each day I try to do – and like the idea of confession, right? Like confession is a practice. Uh, there are those those things on the top that it's very easy to see. You know, I'm, I'm going to confess these things. But the, the more you sit in it, it brings you down, but it always – brings you up in the presence of God in heaven somehow. Like, I don't know how it gets there, but it does. And you celebrate it. But there's this journey it takes you on, the the journey of proclaiming who God is. If you picture, you have a whole prayer practice to focus on proclaiming the glory of God and his holiness. Wow. Um, what a gift. Um, so those are things that I find, um, that, that I've, I found that that's a good adaptive practice for who I am. Um, there are other people who can complete the whole prayer and, and just dive in and feel, feel like that they, they encounter, and I was just like, man, I'm jealous of that. I am, I'm seriously jealous of that. That is amazing. Um, but, All of us have have come to the faith hearing it's about a personal relationship, Relationship, and it is. It is a personal thing. And so figuring out how, how he has invited you to pray, the two of you pray together. How do the two of you pray together that is so different than how he Praised by someone else,
0: and that's that's a piece of this book because you talk about how it's, our prayer, our prayer is rooted in the relationship <laughs> right, with Jesus,
1: right? And yeah, the, that, yeah.
0: How how does one like kind of shift our perspective on prayer from like duty to a relational experience?
1: Yeah. And I really appreciate what KJ sharing because I think that he's taking the framework and making it personal Mm -hmm. based on how God has wired him. And so it sounds like what you're saying is you would pray through the Lord's prayer over a six day period of time. And uh, whereas for me, I typically would do it in one setting, but I'm inspired. I, I wouldn't, Yeah, the whole idea of jealous of people, I wouldn't (laughs) go there because I'm inspired by the way you don't hurry through. Mm. And there is so, there's a tendency on my part probably to hurry through certain Mm. sections when what about the way spending time in confession? And letting that kind of permeate. So I think there's value in both perspectives. And also just in the value of of each person realizing the Lord's prayer provides this amazing framework. And now how can we, uh, in a sense, adapt the frame? Customize is better. Yeah, customize it so that it works with how God has wired us. And um, so that over a period of time, we are deaf, we're praying in all of those areas, but it doesn't have to be in one, mm-hmm. you know, setting. Um, it could be over a period of days or, or whatever. Um, so I love that, and I want people to definitely hear that. Kind of make it your own in terms of what um, what works for you and what enables it to be meaningful for you, rather than just getting through it.
0: I like that. I am, I'm I'm going to go here because. It was intriguing when you talked about the spiritual warfare in prayer, uh-huh. and I would love for you to unpack that a little bit and kind of like what, like what does how does prayer play a role in kind of overcoming some of that?
1: Yeah, and I think that's uh, um, I think it's just important to realize Jesus put this in the prayer, mm-hmm. um, and that's significant to me you know um because i think sometimes some in the body of christ maybe swing way to everything's a spiritual warfare kind of thing and and so to me it's interesting one that jesus includes it and then secondly what's interesting is what he says right right so uh uh deliver it's it's lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one so i just find fascinating fascinating The first part of that is um, asking God for help in areas of vulnerability where, you know, we're getting our lunch eaten by the enemy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's something about that, that it's not really focusing on the enemy. I'm just focusing on, it's it's encouraging us to pray about the areas where we're vulnerable, these temptations. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's instructive the way Jesus goes about warfare prayer. Mm -hmm. The first is praying for... Me, praying for us in areas where we are vulnerable and weak. And then the second prayer is this prayer for deliverance, right? Deliver us from the evil one. But again, it's not a prayer to Satan. You know, that's just sort of a pet peeve of mine when people are praying to Satan. (laughs) I'm like, why are you praying to Satan? The Bible never encouraged, unless we're casting, specifically casting a demon out that we're aware of. Otherwise, prayer is to God. And so I love the fact that this is a prayer to God, to deliver us right this is what he does he brings salvation he brings deliverance and so it's a prayer in which god deliver me from this this struggle i'm having which is a just a i don't know it's a fascinating look at warfare when you look at specifically at what jesus prayed
2: yeah I I I totally agree and I think there is this vulnerable heartbeat also that I think is is pretty important. This is coming at the end of the prayer, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's coming towards right. the end and it ends in vulnerability. Hmm. Um and I think especially in our culture today there tends to be this this very powerful prideful view of Christianity, um, but his prayer, how he teaches us to pray, brings us to this place of total dependence upon him and his salvation
1: on a daily basis. Yeah, um, yeah, he's you the know, deliverer. I think, yeah, I, th- I just think that's so cool. It really is. He's the deliverer. And that's the gospel that we are. It's not about our effort. Right. (laughs) Deliver me. You know, these are the the Psalms are filled with this. God, deliver me. And yeah, I think there's something there to recapture in our our prayers. Um, And it is interesting that he ends. um, I mean, there is the added... For yours is the kingdom and the power of the right. Lord forever. <laughs> yeah, um, but the but that's essence... pointing towards Him exactly. And exactly, here's the place that I'm at.
2: You know, protect me, yes. deliver yes. me, save me, because because of the because kingdom everything is yours, is yours and yeah, the kingdom is coming. So you know, so yeah,
1: <laughs> man, I'm really inspired by that question to actually <laughs> dig more <laughs> deeply into that part it of was... my prayer time because mm-hmm. there's so much there teaching us how to do do warfare prayer, whatever the language is, there's so much there in what Jesus teaches us that we often, I think, lose sight of. Mm -hmm.
0: I think too, expanding on kind of the chapter's call to like, listen to the Holy Spirit's voice in prayer, you know, in every single place of that. And even going back to last week, you know, listening to, you know, Jesus, but I would love if you, if you have it, you don't have to, but if you have like a personal story or something that you remember, like in... Really being attentive to listening to the Holy Spirit's voice as you did kind of this rhythm.
1: Yeah, I think what I found is when I do, especially when praying for other people, mm-hmm. when I stop to listen before I pray for them, whenever I do that, I um, feel like the Lord um, often gives um, specific thing to pray for or a, a a specific heart that I feel towards them. Um, and maybe even to picture them, you know, um, in a room and I'm praying for them, I'm envisioning them. And then Jesus enters the room. I'm kind of picturing this in my mind. And what does he do for them? What does he want to provide for them? And so when I have actually, when I stop in that prayer, and instead of just, oh, I need to pray for so-and-so and just start praying, when I stop to listen, I feel like so often the Lord gives me something to pray for, specifically for them or a picture for them. And that's that's been really, really life-giving for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Alan, so I just got to say this. Um, so over the past couple of years, I've seen you give different people gifts yes and and i value like giving a good gift like i am a gift giver like that's and i i will pine over it and and so i've seen you give gifts to different people and i each time i'm like how does he do that like he is such like he sees inside their soul and he is like somehow bought the perfect thing to like shine light on and it's like oh Here's
1: how you did it. I prayed. You prayed for them. And you... My wife will tell you I'm not a great gift giver. So, you know, that's... So that uh, all came out of prayer. We disagree. Uh, I have have been baffled because I,
2: I... Like, I try to practice being a good gift giver. Like, I really think about it. And it has been so inspiring to see you give things to these people who I think I see, like... There are people I'm really close
1: to, and mm. it's like,
2: wow, how did you do that? Yeah. And so I'm seeing the fruit Interesting. of that type of prayer. You're that's doing. That's
1: a thank you. For, yeah. That's a great example of. That's all I did. I just, I know I need. I'm giving this anniversary gift or whatever for our staff, and so then I pray, and um, when I've done it, the Lord gives me a picture, mm. and then I've been able to find that object. In some form, one was a weather vane that had the significance. And even the cool thing about that was the picture came to mind. And then I started to research weather vanes. And I realized I didn't know this, but that the arrow actually points toward the direction of the wind. Mm -hmm. Like the place is coming from. (laughs) Exactly. And I had always thought it shows the opposite. And so then I'm like, that is so fascinating because, and I'm thinking this person... That I felt like the Lord gave me this, and that's exactly the way this person is wired. It's they're going into it. They are, yeah. and and so all of a sudden the initial picture became this whole story of them, and I began to see this connection. And uh, so I had completely forgotten about that, but I uh, I appreciate you sharing that because that literally happened in prayer, in prayer, asking the Lord help me see this person what do you see about them
0: and then they in tune are like this is how god sees me as
1: right well. it's just incredible yeah fun and
0: thank you guys so much for being here and thank, thank you. you guys for listening if you made it to the end yeah. we're grateful you're here hey head over to allencraft.com all the resources are there that you'll need um and just keep engaging with us um Comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe if you're listening on a podcast platform. And we are excited for next week as we go into scripture, engaging in scripture. So join us next week for that.